Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water, and let's do this. You're listening to episode 64 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. Do you hear that? I can breathe. I'm not so congested. I don't know about you all, but my allergies have been out of control this whole past month here in Indiana, and I'm so glad it's a new month. That means fall is here, and there's a lot of exciting things coming the remainder of the year with the show and services I'm offering. And if you didn't catch it, my first announcement just launched the secrets out last Thursday. I announced that I am now offering virtual group fitness classes. I'm so excited. It makes my heart beat fast. I'm so very excited. So go back and listen to my bonus episode that I dropped last week. It's the episode right before this one where I share a little bit about why I wanted to get back to teaching group fitness and why I think it's really one of the most important pillars of self-care and how I really just am going to be disrupting the fitness industry and really taking a different approach to how we work out and how we view fitness in general. So I can't wait to see you there. You can also join my free Facebook community. We're having a lot of fun over there with our weekly workshops. There's a link in my show notes for that as well. So let's get into today's episode. Have you ever called yourself a hot mess? Be honest now, I have. But I don't feel like that term defines me. We talk about this a little bit more in the episode today, but I feel like we have so many tabs open in our heads all the time that sometimes it feels really chaotic. You know, does your life ever just feel so chaotic? You are spinning all the plates, you have all these tabs open, and you feel like you're just not giving it your all or your best. My friend, that is not self-care. That is not self-care at all. And today we're talking with fellow podcast host, Brooke Lockett of RSVP Radio with Brooke Lockett about organizing your life. Let's stop considering yourself a hot mess. Now, trust me, there's been plenty of times where I have been a hot mess, but I don't get stuck in that definition and feel like that all the time. I just can't. It's not good for you. So let me tell you a little bit about Brooke. Like I said, she's the host of RSP Radio with Brooke. She's a certified faster way to fat loss health and wellness coach and a certified meeting professional, so a CMP. And I love this. She said this about herself. As a CMP, I geek out about helping women get organized and streamline their lives so they can show up without being frazzled. Oh, I love that. And it's so funny. We, I'm on Brooke's podcast this week as well if you want to check that out. 
but I had just someone reached out to me to talk about being a guest on the show. And she wanted to talk about habits. And I was like, oh, I could just geek out on talking about habits all day long. And Brooke saying that to me, I'm like, okay, Brooke needs to be on the show. We are one in the same. So sit back and relax. Let's listen to this conversation about organizing your life with Brooke. At the end of our interview, as always, I will have my three biggest takeaways for you to start taking action today. Get off the hot mess express and let's start organizing your life. So enjoy this conversation with my friend and All right, fellow gang, podcast Thanks so much host, again for Brooke tuning in Lockett. to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I am here with fellow podcaster Brooke Lockett of RSVP Radio with Brooke Lockett. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I love talking to other podcasters. I think sometimes we could talk and talk and talk. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the process is easy going. Like you're like, okay, ready? Yep. Let's get, let's do it. It's just a different approach. Yeah. 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 No (laughs) nerves. We're good to go. Yeah. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Y'all make sure to go check out Brooke's show as well. I will be on it this week too. So we're doing a little podcast swap this week, which I'm really excited about. So Brooke, the first question I ask everyone is what does self-care mean to you? So Brooke, what does self-care mean to you? Yeah, it's funny because, um, you know, I think a while back you had invited some other folks onto the show just for some snippets of like what self-care meant to you. And I did that. And when I, when I gave my answer, then I thought, is that really what I think? And, and so I was thinking about that this morning and, um, I think honestly what self-care means to me is, um, evaluating what truly matters to you and what you want to make time for, not what everybody else thinks should matter to you and you should make time for. Yes. Well, there's so many people always talking about self-care now and saying, well, this is what I do. And then you think, well, this is what I should be doing. But if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to be effective. Right. Right. And then you spin your wheels trying to, you know, craft this like schedule that allows for that thing. But then when that thing truly doesn't bring you joy, peace, calmness, recenters you, then you're like, why am I doing this? And I feel like it's a frustration wheel. Um, So I think like truly finding what is it that's going to bring me the most joy is kind of how I look at self-care. When it's interesting, you listening back to um, that Indie Mompreneurs episode I had and saying, is that how I really see self-care and just reevaluating? Yeah. You know, we've been through such a season this year. <laughs> as an the truth. Statement. And I know my self-care routine has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, now that we're kind of quote unquote back in the swing of everyone says the new normal, I kind of hate that term now, but yeah. um, it, we're kind of like going back to like, how we maybe have done things in the past, but same way, I kind of find myself thinking, could I do this a little differently? Do I have to find time for this versus this? Uh, It's just kind of um, forced that reevaluation in a way, but in a good way sometimes. Sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. In a good way. So Brooke, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? What is your story? How do you, how did you get to where you are today? 
Yeah. I mean, we don't have like an hour and a half, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> I got my coffee. Oh, I know. Let's go. Yeah. Um, well, again, my name is Brooke Lockett and um, I am from the cornfields of Indiana, um, Shelby County, I'm coming from a farming family. And I am married to my high school sweetheart. Um, although we had a like 10 year hiatus where we were not together. Um, and I, I always knew um, you know, we kind of make our way back to each other someday, somehow. Um, he was a little harder to convince in, in the beginning, but, um, you know, it all worked out how it was supposed to. And, and we have a little girl, she's 27 months old. Um, and we have another one on the way. So I am, I'm actually due on my birthday in January in the dead of winter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I always joke because I said, I'm never going to have a kid in January. Our, my birthdays were hard. It couldn't have pool parties and God just laughed. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, we really enjoy being out here where our family is and where we're from. Um, and as far as my journey goes, I'm kind of a, kind of a weird one. I think how most entrepreneurs end up to where they are is sometimes a weird story. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's again, how God works. And so I, um, my background is actually in event management. So, um, I went to Purdue was going to do hospitality and I realized I did not want to do that. Although that's what my husband does. And I had a passion for planning and organizing events. I'm just, I have that gene where I just like to see something come to fruition and put all the pieces and parts together. Um, so I went to Franklin College and actually got a degree in Spanish and international relations. <laughs> um, so I thought, you know, I have a degree in art history. Right? I mean, what were we thinking? I mean, I thought this will make me more marketable. Okay. Um, and so I did that. And then I went to grad school actually at the University of Louisville and um, went for sport administration. And while that seems off the wall as well, I have a true passion for sports. And that's where I got my start in events. I had a concentration in event management. So I um, took that and worked for the PGA, worked for things for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and then kind of got into the corporate side of things um, and worked events for National Football Foundation, Home Depot, some some bigger names and some names here locally, Allison Transmission, um, and then kind of um, went into the pharmaceutical space, which they say if you could do any sort of event planning, then you can, if you can do pharmaceuticals, you can do anything. Um, so I did that for almost four and a half years, had baby girl and realized something was missing. Like I always felt like I didn't quite fit in, in the corporate world. I always felt like I, um, I just didn't, I had a hard time, um, staying in my lane because I always wanted to make things better. That's my Enneagram three. And I, I, um, I also felt like I was never challenged. I felt like I was done with my stuff. Look at a split. Um, I would be done and be bored. And so I thought, you know what, I, I need more for myself. And I really got this itch to start on an entrepreneurial journey in events at first, which is what ended up happening. Um, and then after I had baby girl, it was kind of a complicated end of pregnancy. And I've always struggled with my weight. It's been up and down and up and down since I was in sixth grade. And I found the fast rate of fat loss and became a coach for them. Truly transformed my life. Um, if, if listeners go to, to my podcast and, talk, and listen to our conversation, um, you know, we talk about how people come for one thing and then end up with so much more. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's what happened with me with the fast way. I, I, we became closer with our church family. My mental capacity changed. I was more positive person. Fitness had such an impact on my life and self-care had such an impact on my life and how I take care of my body and nourish my body. Um, and I just wanted to share that with other women in my community. Um, because coming from a small rural farming area, 
it's hard. Um, you grow up on meat, potatoes, and buttered corn, and there is nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, but there's a time and a place, and, and learning the, the, um, the longer-term impacts of our health, our wellness, our mental state, our spiritual state, um, I just really had a passion for that. And then that kind of blossomed into RSVP Radio with Brooke. I felt like there were more ways to um, just – just touch the hearts of, of women, um, both here locally and further away, um, with just topics that I felt like were near and dear to my heart that I, I might not always be talked about or maybe not thought about in a certain way, um, surrounding kind of organization, taking my event planning brain, and how do you organize your life in a way that you can do those things that bring you joy, that, that um, fuel your body in a good way so that you can do what you want to do for yourself and for your family. So um, that was a very long-winded explanation, but that's kind of how I got from point A to point B, really. Yeah. Well, I think that's all part of your journey and how you got from point A to point B is your own transformation mentally and physically. And when you go through something like that, and I think especially as women, we're very nurturing people and Mm -hmm. we see other females struggling. And if we found something that worked for us, I think it's just in our nature to be like, look, 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 this worked for me. This, this can help you too, and just live to inspire other people. It's very in our nature, but also not in our nature to put ourselves first as well. That takes practice. 100%. Yeah. And I think too, is I've always felt even from like a young age, like I wanted a purpose. Like I remember like for some reason, even like third grade, I remember thinking I'm going to be a lawyer because I'm going to stick up for people. I'm not going to be a lawyer. Like, um, I, I, I always wanted a higher, better purpose for my life. And I truly feel like I'm scratching the surface of that um, and doing the work that I do. I hope that I am um, just to give people something positive to listen to and some in a world filled with lots of junk. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about organization a little bit more. You know, I've had some girls on the show that have talked about like closet organization and pantry organization, how that's such a high form of self-care decluttering spaces in your life. But you are such an expert on organizing your life, sometimes mm-hmm. some really intangible things. And I would love to investigate that a little bit more with you today. And maybe think about the three biggest tips you would give to the audience listening today when it comes to organizing their lives. Because let's face it, as women, we are the organizers. We are running the kids to this, 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 this. We have all these tabs open in our heads. We're trying to communicate it with our partner. And sometimes we forget to (laughs) just be experience. (laughs) And it can, it can wear on you over time. So, and I think there's a lot more efficient ways to organize your life in order to feel your best. So I would love to hear your perspective on that. Maybe a few tips for our audience. Yeah. And, and I think too, as I've kind of, you know, blended these two worlds together, I think it's important to preface it by saying that, you know, not everybody is type A like me. Not everybody is an Egram 3 like me. Not everybody gets joy out of crossing things off to-do lists. Like I get that. So I feel like what I, what I kind of tell clients and people when I, when I have this question come up is that it's, you have to find what works for you. You have to find your your pattern that makes things seem like they're organized because your organized may not look like mine. Um, and it's just whatever works for you. 
So I think the first tip, um, and we, we touched on this a little bit during our talk too on, on my podcast, but, um, I think that the first thing is the morning routine. I know that it's like such a thing right now, you know, Rachel Hall has kind of started it. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, and the, and the importance of the morning routine. Um, and I always say maybe yours is an evening routine, but finding a way to either start or end your day a certain way, I think is one of the first things that I, um, would highly recommend in, in terms of kind of organizing your thoughts, organizing your life so that you can feel better about not starting behind the eight ball when the day day comes at you or the next day comes at you. Um, because let's, be real. There are forces out there that are trying to make you feel like the day is doomed from day one. Um, so, so having that morning routine. And for me, that's just, you know, I, I get into my Bible, I do my devotionals, I do some prayer, I do some gratitude and I'm an early bird. Like I get up at five or try to, I did this morning. Um, (laughs) and, um, I start that process early. I want to make sure that I'm up before my, my little one. Um, and I maybe not be up before my my husband might still be asleep too. Sometimes he gets up with me, but, um, I just having that time for yourself makes you feel like you're starting out the day ahead of things. You're not behind the curve. Mm. Um, so I think that's my first tip. And then secondly, to your point, I think communication, we can have these plans in our head of how we want the day to go or what we think the day is going to bring perfect example happened this morning. Actually. Um, we took the dog for a procedure and my, I took the dog husband stayed home with the little one to get her ready. And then he was like, so wait, are you, am I taking her to daycare or are you coming back home to take her? And I looked at him like, duh, didn't you know the plan? (laughs) But, but he didn't know the plan because I didn't tell him the plan. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that's a piece that women forget is like, they have all these, like you said, tabs open and you're, you feel organized, you got it figured out, but then it ends up kind of crumbling as the day happens because Mm -hmm. you haven't communicated that to anybody else. So I think having some sort of communication, whether that be the calendar or like shared calendar online or, or something along those lines, just having those conversations so that you're all on the same page helps keep that organization. So you can keep those promises to yourself. Um, and then thirdly, just start, just start somewhere. Just don't feel paralyzed by, by all the information just to not start. Like if it's important to you, you're like, I feel like things are spinning out of control and I can't get a hold of taking time for myself, fitness, uh, you know, eating well or, or whatever. Um, just start somewhere, start small, start with baby steps, um, get up 20 minutes earlier, like start, just do something that gets you feeling like you got the ball rolling. Um, I think those are my, my biggest three that I, that I start with when people ask that question. How's that saying go? Oh yeah, all things are possible with coffee and mascara. (laughs) Well, that's certainly true for me and I love to have my coffee every morning after my workout and I don't really leave the house without mascara. So my fellow blondies, I know you feel me on this. But gang, check it out. Having my coffee every morning is part of my self-care routine and I always take my coffee blended with nut pods and coconut oil. So Nut Pods is a dairy-free creamer. It's made from a blend of almond butter and coconut cream. I love the French vanilla flavor. It's my favorite. It's super yummy, super smooth, but even better, it's Whole30 approved. 
So gang, head on over to nutpods.com and use the code EMILYNICHOLS22 to get 15% off your first order of NetPods. That's EMILYNICHOLS22, E-M-I-L-Y-N-I-C-H-O-L-S-22. And let me know once you receive your NetPods what your favorite flavor is and how you take your coffee. So remember, just head on over to nutpods.com. Yeah. Well, and when you feel discombobulated and disorganized and your mind is so cluttered and all over the place, that reflects in your life. You know, yes. how many women do you hear say, I am a hot mess? And I, I kind of cringe at that term. I mean, trust me, every once in a while, I am a hot mess, depending on <laughs> what's going on. But I don't define myself that way, that that's just the way I always am because personally, I think that raises your anxiety levels, probably even your blood pressure. And it makes you not feel that sense of calm and peace throughout the day because you are just running around with like your hair on fire all the time. And that's no way to live your life. Yeah, I totally agree. I think there was a time that I kind of tried to own that same, that same label, if you will, because it's like the thing, right? Um, It's kind of like living messy. Um, And while there, like you said, there's a time and a place and there are definitely, that was like this morning and last night, (laughs) Um, but there's a time and a place where it's going to happen. I think owning the fact that there are moments in your life where it's going to happen helps put you in a better place so that when, when you can get back on track, you're like, all right, that's done. That's good. Here's what I'm going to do to move forward. Mm -hmm. Now when organizing your life, you know, you're organizing your kids, you're organizing work, your, your husband's communicating what he has going on. How do you organize and schedule time for you then? How do you make time for you? Yeah. And I will say, this is hard for me because again, Enneagram three, we got a lot of, we got a lot of cruxes to carry. Um, (laughs) um, but I also, um, I've been working with a business coach and she, I don't know if you've ever, um, looked at like human design. I'd never heard of it before. It's like a way deeper, like dive into your personality based on like when you were born and all of this. And it, it brought something to light for me about, I actually, even though I think I'm a go, 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 do, do, do person. I actually need time to like pause and break and recalibrate. And that like explains why I do what I do in the evening. So I'm going to preface it with, with that. But I, if you haven't looked into that, do that because it, it's really intriguing. True, I um, that. Yeah. So I, it has evolved in different seasons, right? It looks way different from when my little girl was a newborn or three months old when I started the faster way and how I like just made things happen versus, you know, she's going to daycare three days a week. I've got a plan in place for those days. We do X, Y, Z. It looks way different now. So, um, you can't compare notes with, with other women, like, like we've mentioned, because you gotta, you gotta write your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me is I literally schedule it. So, um, I'm a pen and paper girl in a, in a, in a planner, but I also, you know, put that on a Google calendar as well. Um, so I, I don't map it out like by the minute, but like, you'll see that on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, when my little one's at daycare, first thing I do when I come back and drop her off is go work out. Um, so I, that's a time for me. That's a self care. That's, that's time for just me. That's time for me to think. Um, so I schedule that into my day. Same way with the morning routine that we've already talked about. I get up at five, five thirty. 
and that's time for me because I know that if my day goes on, I know I'm not going to get to it. I know it's not going to happen and it's just going to throw me off. I just know it. So I schedule that for myself in a way. Um, and then what I was talking about earlier, the, the need for like the break, you know, as entrepreneurs, we have a, we feel like we have to keep working constantly, constantly, constantly. I've always just hated working at night. I, I, despise it. Not that anyone loves it, but like sometimes you have to, right? Um, I find that that is when I need the time to just decompress. Mm -hmm. I try my hardest not to ever work once little one goes down, unless I absolutely have to. Um, We turn on the TV and my mind just goes away. (laughs) Like I try to just release that because I need my mind to just kind of be a little numb when I go to sleep so that I'm not letting the wheels constantly turn. Um, and so that I have good, healthy sleep. Um, so, so those are some of the ways that I just kind of, they're simple. They're simple to implement. They're simple to just do. And people don't necessarily look at scheduling time to work out or your morning routine or just turning your brain off by watching TV at night as self care. But it is because you feel rejuvenated by doing those things, but you got to find what works for you. When you've built those habits and you've scheduled them, I think there is so much power in writing something down or just putting it on like a Google calendar and getting that notification. Like even after you would drop off your daughter, okay, work out in 15 minutes. Okay. I'm going to work out. Yep. It's like a signal. It's just a signal to your brain. It's time. It's time to do it. And you, you're automatically in a better headspace. It's not something you're like dreading. Now, did it, did things start that way? Like I said, no, they did not start that way. Mm -hmm. Like you have to, you have to muddle through the tough part of establishing those habits and, and organizing your life in that way until they click until they just become a habit. And sometimes it takes a week and a half. Sometimes it takes three months. It just depends on what you're working on. Yeah. You know, every other week on the show, I do a self-care quickie tip, just something easily to digest and think about, okay, how can I quickly take action on self-care? And I do that because self-care shouldn't take hours and hours on end. Like it just doesn't. So what are some quick ways that you implement self-care into your life? Like super quick things that maybe people don't necessarily think of as self-care, but it Mm -hmm. actually is. Yeah. I have two little ones. So the first is actually centered around podcasts. Um, I, whenever I drop my daughter off or whenever she is not with me, I'm always listening to a podcast. Now, when I, it's my only time, it's my, it's, it's time for me to just, I love hearing what people have to say. I love learning. Um, and I feel like it's an easy way because I'm driving, you're not doing anything else. Um, so I can just digest that information and not feel like when I get back to my computer, I have to listen to a podcast or or it feels like something I have to do. Um, so just finding you know, 10 minutes worth of a drive to pop in your podcast that you want to listen to and, and get that fuel for the day mentally. Um, and then the second thing is something I've just started implementing here recently is kind of, if you are, if you are a work from home mom or entrepreneur or woman, and, or if you're just a stay at home mom and you can take like either nap time or a lunch break, like take a lunch break, like Mm -hmm. take a, from 12 to one, another time where I can listen to a podcast or if I'm reading a book, I can read the book, um, while I'm eating lunch, um, something along those lines. And then when she's here with me, I kind of do it during nap time. I take like maybe 30 minutes of not working and just pop open and read a chapter of whatever book I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Um, something super simple, simple and quick that you feel like, all right, I'm a little refueled. Let's get back to what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've been lately when my, my kids get home at, at, from school at two different times, cause I've been middle schooler and elementary kiddo, but I go outside and wait for the bus to come usually about 10 to 15 minutes before. And I'll usually just listen to music or listen to a podcast, but just sitting outside mm-hmm. and like just breathing fresh air and feeling the breeze. Like yes. it does wonders for me. Like I was on a lot of calls yesterday. I was like, I just need to go sit outside in the sunshine. And it felt so amazing. Felt so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, I kind of, we kind of do the same thing once I pick her up from daycare around like four fifteen ish, we come home and we literally are outside until it's time to cook dinner. And I don't, I don't bring my phone. Now, sometimes I'm like, she looks really cute today. I'm going to take a picture. Right, um, right. But I, I set my phone down and we just, we just hang out and usually it's, you know, pregnant me. I'm usually just sitting in the chair at this point, but it feels so good just to sit and be a little disconnected. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Brooke, I feel like this conversation has been so great and so easily implemented into someone's life. We always want to leave the show with having some type of action item for people. And I really feel like people can organize their self care into their lives and make it as simple as possible in order to really just feel their absolute best. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I truly believe that too. Organized life equals healthy life on many levels. Yeah. Yep. Well, Brooke, where can everyone connect with you and follow along with you online? Yeah. So I'm kind of all over the internet space these days, but, um, so obviously the podcast RSVP radio with Brooke on any of your podcast, um, streaming services. Um, and then, um, I also have on Instagram, I'm just at Brooke in locket 12. Um, here recently I did a very vulnerable, uh, reel. So make sure you go check that out. Um, (laughs) And then, um, it was adorable. Oh, stop. My husband was very embarrassed of me. (laughs) Oh, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, and then also I do have a, um, if you want to kind of get deeper into these healthy habits and how you establish them, I do have a free guide for you to download. You can do it through Instagram or my website, which is just brookinlocket.com. Um, and it's just five healthy habit hacks ways that you can kind of take what we've talked about here and maybe expand upon them and find where you might be able to fit them into your life a little bit better. Wonderful. I'll make sure to include all that in the show notes. I love freebies awesome. like that too. So I know. Yes. All the freebies. All the freebies. Give me it all. So well, Brooke, <laughs> thanks so much for this conversation. I'm so glad we connected. Yeah, it's been great. I love it. Brooke, thank you so much for this conversation. Y'all make sure to head over to RSVP Radio with Brooke Lockett to check out her show and all of her amazing episodes where she provides so many wonderful tips over there. And make sure to check out my episode with her this week. I am geeking out all over habits and self-care, of course, and all the things we love to talk about at the Self-Care Isn't Selfish community. So let's talk about my three biggest takeaways from this conversation with Brooke. Number one, start and end your day in a very particular way. This is something I talk to my clients about a lot. And I love how Brooke said you to get up and already have a way that you're starting your day. You're starting your day ahead of schedule versus feeling like you're always behind. You know, like when you're hitting snooze and it's very jarring and you get up and just go to get ready really quick, get your kids ready and go. Or if your kids wake you up. Um, and interrupt your sleep, which happens a lot. I know there are different seasons of our life. But if you have some type of routine that you do in the morning and then some type of routine that you do at the end of your day, 
you're going to feel like you are a lot more in control of your day. And that could be something as simple as using, um, you know, I love the five minute gratitude journal. You can do that at the beginning and at the end of your day. You can do a devotional, you can do a meditation, you can do a prayer, or you could even just do like a little mini yoga session or workout or stretch, whatever feels good to you. So start your and end your day in a certain way. Number two, communication. I can't stress this enough. You need to communicate what you need from those around you. Not just that, oh, I need you to take Dylan to golf while I take Tyler to running. You know, like what I tell my husband, oh, we got this birthday party to go to and we got that. That is important. But also communicating (laughs) when you need help, (laughs) when you need a break. I, we've talked about this before. No one's ever going to be mad at you for asking for help and why you need the help. So communicating what you need, communicating what's going on with your life partner is going to be really important to make it feel like you're not alone in just organizing your life. And number two, this is really, really important and something I'm really stressing moving forward with my coaching um, as I'm going through some new certifications around behavior and habit change. It's to keep it simple. You don't need to do a bunch of big things over time. You keep it super duper simple, make tiny little habits and new adjustments in your life and those compound over time. One thing that I love that Brooke schedules into her day, it's not a big deal. It's nothing crazy, but she just schedules a break in her day. And like she said, she will just read a book or listen to a podcast. And I love that she schedules that in her day. It's really tiny, really simple, but she does that while her daughter naps and she has it scheduled within her day. And it it more than likely happens most days because she's being very intentional with that. So are you still on the Hot Mess Express? Choo-choo, it's time to get off that train, girl. (laughs) Oh, golly. I want you to know it is okay if you are a hot mess. There is plenty of times I have been a hot mess, and I will continue to have my moments. However, I cannot continue to live my life in that state. Like I mentioned on the show, it's not good for you mentally or physically to be living in a state like that at all times. So thinking of some of these simple ways to organize your life that Brooke provided us today will help you get off that hot mess express. And you know, another great thing to organize in your life is organizing when you're going to come to my group fitness classes. So like I said, there's a link in the profile to sign up for classes. And I'm really excited because the whole month of October, it will be free. It'll be a chance for you to check out what I'm doing. And I'd love to have your feedback to see if there's different class times that would work better for you. There's going to be an option in November when the classes are paid. It's going to be really affordable or you can do a subscription. And you actually get to have a portal where you get to save my workout videos and do them on your own time as well, which I think is super duper cool. So again, thank you again, Brooke, for being on the show. Make sure to check out Brooke's podcast with me this week as well, where we're talking about habits and self-care. And I would love it if you would leave a rating and review if this episode resonated with you and share it with a friend, a loved one, your hot mess friend. We all have them, right? We love them dearly. (laughs) 
And make sure to go give me a follow on Instagram at emilynichols22 to get a behind-the-scenes look of what we're doing here at the show and what is coming in the very near future. I'm so excited that you're here with me and that we're on this journey together. Thanks for being here again. Sending you lots of love. And remember, self-care isn't selfish.